<laughs> All right, you're live. Hi, good morning, everyone. Welcome to our Midwife Monday. Um, we are going to talk to our lovely friend Rachel here, who's having baby number five. And we just want to, you know, talk a little bit about this myth of needing to be a perfect mom, this myth of everything needs to be in order and my kids need to be properly dressed and, and they need to be in all their activities and all this judgment we put on ourselves as parents. Are we doing a good job? And I'm going to share a little bit of a story. So my kids are grown up. I have a 19 and a 21 year old and it still happens. Like it still goes on. Am I, am I still doing a good job? Am I, did I do a good enough job? Are my kids going to be okay? And when they do certain things, I still have to like remember that um, I did the best job I could do, mm. right? Mm. And that they're then going to be who they are. Mm. And we don't, we can't control the universe. And we surprisingly can't, enough, so as yeah. hard as we try to control the universe, <laughs> no. we can't. So I just want to talk a little bit about having um, four kids. You homeschool. Mm. Your husband's in seminary. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So he's gone most of the time, and he works, I think, right? Mm -hmm. yeah. So um, what is what does a day look like? So what is your day? Yeah. What does it look um, like? Well, every day is different, but we kind of have a pattern that I try and fit into. Um, I'm up early so that I can have some time to read. So I'm going to interrupt. Yeah. You also don't feel good in the beginnings of your pregnancies. You don't. Through most of the pregnancies. Through most. How do you feel right now? I not well, but I don't here, feel well. I'm happy, but, but it's not. <laughs> and this is what happens. Speaking of, and so you don't feel right. So, so you already don't, don't feel good. So I'm usually pretty nauseous. I'm tired. You're tired when you're pregnant. You're tired when you're doing that. Um, is he just bugging you? Can you feel? He's just bugging you. So, um, see you over there. But, you know, I think that the thing is, is I do put expectations on the kids. I don't think that's wrong. And I expect them to meet them. They don't always meet them. And yeah. that's, that's a part of our day is dealing with like this. Yeah. <laughs> and that's a part of our day is dealing with that. But I also understand that there's a lot of grace for moms. Like, there's a lot of grace for kids. Feeling good, yeah. then do you have that book? So your day starts with what? My day starts with me waking up, and um, I am, uh, this one's usually up by six, so I try and get up before her, and I read the Bible and I pray, and that's when I see my husband. He, so what um, time is that? Five thirty. Five thirty. Typically, um, he this week these few weeks are a special week because he's got to be out the door a little before six. So I'm wow. up with him and um, and then she and so I spend as much time as I can just reading and praying and then she's up and we start on breakfast. Is she still nursing? Mm -mm. We're done nursing, so that's um, we snuggle. We start on breakfast and it's. Um, Whenever I can get together where they're not going to be hungry in 30 minutes. Mm -hmm. I want so you cook something. I cook something for them. And then slowly the rest of them trickle in. And um, we do that. They, I do expect them by 9 to have beds made, dressed, brushed teeth, all the things. Mm -hmm. And they do that. It's plenty of time. They can mm -hmm. hang out and snuggle, reread books. But by 9 is when I like to start our day. Mm -hmm. 
and that looks different. Sometimes we, I usually do Bible time with them at nine, and then we go on a walk, or we play outside, or we do our chores. Mm -hmm. All throughout this, this is what it's like. And you live in an apartment. We live in a, a little apartment. How many bedrooms are in your apartment? There's two bedrooms. Two bedrooms. So all the kids are in one room, and then Charles and, and that's I. reasonable. That's normal. That we have such a this this crazy expectation that every kid needs their own bedroom and my house mm -hmm. isn't big enough and I don't, mm -hmm. I grew up with seven siblings and my parents in a three bedroom, one bath. My husband grew up with all of his siblings, um, six siblings and his parents in a one bedroom mm -hmm. and you just do it, you right? Do it's it. like, we you don't do need things. all this space, right? No. This illusion, what the media portrays for our normal American families are mm -hmm. these big houses, and everybody has a room, mm -hmm. and everyone is well put together, mm -hmm. and they're smiling, and they eat breakfast together, <laughs> and the reality is that that's just yeah. not true, and we're so hard on each other as mothers, mm -hmm. and we're so hard on ourselves, right, mm -hmm. to try to meet that image mm -hmm. that doesn't, yeah. it's not real. Right, right, and I think... Um, <laughs> One of the things that we have really learned in living this space that we do and the routine that we have and where the Lord has put us is just really thankfulness. I want my kids to understand what we have is more than we need, honestly. Amen. We have so, the Lord has given us so much and he's been so kind to us. And I never want to use that as if you have a house with a yard or if your your house is always clean. That's great. If yeah. you can pull that off, that's amazing. And that's that's great. I don't ever want to seem like, well, we live in a smaller space right, right, right. at all, but I want my kids to be grateful, genuinely grateful for what we've been given and understanding mm -hmm. that it's more than we need. My house is never clean. Ask my friends, ask my husband, ask everybody. Like, it usually looks like a tornado, but I want people to know they can walk in at any time. And, and you're still okay with your friends coming and seeing your yes. home. That's not perfect, right? <laughs> I always, like... This is normal, you know that. Just find, move stuff around. You can sit down, and we'll do the right. Thing. And yes. that's just it. And that's how it is. And yeah. And so I think one of the things that I was told um, that has been such a blessing to me is just realizing it's so much more important to be faithful than to be perfect. Amen. And that's how I want to filter my parenting, being a wife, being in the church, being all of these things that I take them into public and they are melting down or they're doing great. I want to be faithful um, with what I've been given. And I think that shapes a lot of how Charles and I choose to raise our family. And we have a lot of amazing friends that have that same mindset of just faithfulness. And sometimes that means, yeah, I need to get off the couch and clean the house. And sometimes that means the house is going to be a mess because I need to talk to this guy for a long time today and he really needs me. Yeah. Um, so let's go over their ages. Sailor is going to be eight in July. She's going to, Sailor, are you going to help catch this new baby? Okay. So, She's yeah. going to help catch. We're going to have a home birth. Yes. Yes, we are. And then Abel will be six in July. Uh, Whitfield is three. He's our September guy. He'll be mm -hmm. he'll be four then. You're gonna be four. Yeah, yeah. But I find this much. I will be this. That's exactly right. And then Gladys will be two. We caught Gladys. July. Yep. Mm -hmm. She was she was our she's one of ours. She's our one California gal. And then this one is due August first. Mm -hmm. So and so homeschooling. So grades. These one. two right now. She's in second, and he's in kindergarten, and. Um, we do um, 
with this. We, we teach a lot. I do I do the, the math and the language arts and the science and the history. I think a lot of it too right you now. You do that part just, at home. Mm -hmm. We do that at home. And then um, a lot of it right now is just character building. Yeah. Just I think that's, that's the main front of what I enjoy about homeschooling. I know there's a lot of different benefits to both public school and private school and homeschooling. Mm -hmm. And we, I just really love being able to watch my kids connect what it is to be kind and to be responsible. And not that they can't learn that other places too. But mm -hmm. um, So we do that during the day. And it's usually kind of wherever we can fit it in. To get our so book sort of done. school throughout the day. School throughout the day, and it looks different every single day. There's usually during nap time when this one goes down for a nap. She's my only napper right now. Is when I try and get the bulk of the sit down with the pen and paper. How much time is that? Two hours? An hour and a half to two hours. An hour and a half to two hours. Mm -hmm. When like everyone, okay, now let's get our table work done. Mm -hmm. Sit down. Yeah, and I bounce back and forth between the two of them. Mm -hmm. I work with. What does Whitfield do during that time? He's in, right in the middle of it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> he um. He wants to do school, mm -hmm. and so typically I have blocks out, or I have, we have this little thumb pad where he can do finger painting, or sometimes I just, whichever one I'm not working with, I'll send them outside, they play in the parking lot <laughs> at our apartment mm -hmm. complex, and we'll just do two outside while I'm with the one inside, and yeah. then we switch back, but for him, I think that that's a challenge when you have a, a three-year-old who wants to be a part of it yeah. and I'm still figuring that yeah. out yeah. every day it looks different and, this is a good one. and so I think a lot of moms um, who homeschool and then have the toddler in the middle of it say that's just a challenge that you have to yeah. work through and you have to figure it out day to day and but it's always worth it. I want him to be a part of that. I want him to be excited about school. Uh huh. And so we just have to figure and out. And then you figure out lunch in there. Yeah. And snacks. <laughs> they all get fed. Always the goal. Renee, we have a question from yes. um, Brendy. Yes. She wants to know what dev devotional book do you use? I actually don't do a devotional book, but there are some that I really enjoy. Um, uh, Brendy has three boys mm -hmm. close in age. Mm -hmm. Boys are fun. Um, they, uh, I, I typically right now my husband and I are just reading straight through the Bible, and then we're gonna we just talk about what we're reading each day because we're pretty much at the same point, and I use commentaries as well. Um, but uh, devotional, I New Morning Mercies by I think it's Paul Tripp, Stuart Pollard. Mm -hmm. I think it's Paul. That one is just a really excellent one. Um, Charles Spurgeon has morning and evening devotional that I love and that I refer to often. Um, those are probably the two that I really enjoy. But um, as far as just personally what I'm doing right now, Charles and I are just going through um, the Bible together and just talking about what we're And then you talk about it with the kids about what mm -hmm. you were reading today. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah and so and sometimes we with the kids typically it's whatever I read today sometimes I break from that and just do a topical like if we're really struggling with selfishness then we talk about selfishness and yeah. we talk about love love gives um, and what that looks like and how can we do that practically and does love share or does love take does love hit or does love talk right and how can we prefer one another in that so which there's always room for that in our life. He is. And that's what that looks like. And then so you somehow feed them. You keep them fed through the day. Yes, we do. Because they're clearly growing and thriving. Always the goal, yeah. 
And, <laughs> and then what is bedtime? What time do they go down? Um, typically this one is down by 7.30 or 8. It just depends on how naps have gotten different things. And then this one, eight, these two, 8.30. Um, mm -hmm. I've had comments lately that that seems early, which is fine. They're up pretty early. Yeah. And Charles and I love to be in bed by I nine. Me too. Yeah. Amen to yeah. that. And so if, if we can be in bed by nine, we're like, everybody go to bed. And now we're going to bed. And yeah. so. Um, and you made it through the day. And we did it. We did and it again. The Lord was really kind. The entire day. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, typically, and it's not like I said, not overwhelming, not to the point that I I'm throwing up all the time. I can't get out of bed, but I feel yucky most of the day. You were looking pretty green in the beginning of the pregnancy. <laughs> I'm just saying. I didn't talk I mean, as much as I do now. Yeah, more quiet. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, but the thing is, is I think one of the things that you learn as a mom is what's important, what needs to be done. Right. And everything else, kind of all of those perfect Pinterest things yes. fall into the background really fast. Um, what do we need to do? Oh, There's okay. some more pages. Um, a midwife, uh, a very uh, experienced, lovely, wonderful midwife, We, uh, I saw her the other day and she said something, we were talking about something about midwifery related, but it makes me think of parenting too. It's like, you have all this stuff in the back of your head, you know, all this... Pinteresty ideas and all these things that you want to do, and we were talking about something again in regards to work brain. She's like, you know, it's all in the back of your head. Just don't let it fall on your shoulders. Oh, that's great. Isn't that great? That's Just really don't great. let it yeah. weight really down. Great. You know, don't let it fall onto your shoulders. Know that those are things that you know. Yeah, one day maybe I'll do those little snacks that I see on Pinterest. Wouldn't that be fun? Yeah. But you don't wait. Let it weight you yeah. down of the things that you feel like you have to accomplish. Yeah, and I think. So many of our moms are, are really struggling with how do they integrate number two into the family? Yeah. How do they get number three in there? Yeah. How do we... Everybody else looks like it's so easy. You look at your friends and their houses are clean and their kids or whatever it is that you... We're always compare and despair. Yeah, you know? we are. And I think one thing that's really helpful with that mindset of I want to do this now, there's going to come a time. I always think... There's going to come a time when my kids are gone and I'm going to miss them. And I don't want to think back to this time and think, oh, I wish I would have just been with them more instead yes. of wanting to do all of the things. There are times where you're going to get to do the things, where I get to do the things. A lot of times, Sailor and Abel are old enough that if I want to do a craft, I'm not a really crafty person, but something fun, I can bring them into right. that and we can do it together. But I never want... It's overwhelming, and it's hard, and it's tough business to be a mom, but I don't want that to make me so distracted that I'm not willing to just... Did it get easier once you got past two? Was three easier you know, than two? I think in some ways, two. just because I knew what was coming a little yeah. more, you, just, you kind of have that understanding of, okay, it's going to be tough. Here's what we're going to deal with. And each kid is different, so you deal with different things with each kid. Mm -hmm. But I, I do think once we got past two, and we were just outnumbered, I don't have more than two arms. So I'm outnumbered all the time. So it just changes your perspective and so less expectation. I think so. Yeah, I, I think that's really true. And I don't like it when people say, oh, you just keep adding another one on. It's just adding another one on because you're bringing a human being into right. the world with all of their own personalities and quirks and different things like that. So I don't think it's adding another one on, but I think you just know what to expect more. Wow, There's so more hard. of a, okay, this is going to be hard, but we can do it. And we've mm -hmm. seen that before. And the Lord is faithful and you pull husband in a lot more. Like you can help. Come on, we can do this together. And then they start to get older. Like 
Sailor's gonna be eight. Yeah. And they, I, I remember a family who had eleven kids telling me when we just had two. They don't stay like this forever. Right. Don't forget that they're gonna get older and they're gonna help. Yes. And I think that's a good thing. To Certainly, remember. when you get into larger families, um, you know, I'm the bottom of seven, and mm -hmm. I was pretty much raised by my older siblings, my mm -hmm. sisters. You know, because there's just a balance. They are not all two. Right. Yeah. Brandy, they're not all gonna be. Three hundred three. I know they're older now, oh, but like you just like you get past that, like all of them being toddlers at the yeah. same time. Yeah, yeah. They they change, and you grow too. You learn, and they learn. He's eating it, and he's gonna digest it. Well, that's awesome. So it's not. It doesn't always look perfect. We don't have to be perfect. It's faithful. Yeah. You need to be faithful. That's yeah. what we're called to. And then there's a lot of talk about how do you fill your cup? How do you self? You know, it's a lot of the self-care time. Yeah. And the reality is, is you get up at 5, between 5 and 5.30, that's your self, sounds like that's your self-care time. That's what I get, yeah, and I, that's a, that's a priority, that's a wonderful thing, but I think, too, you can't overlook the fact that um, giving to others and pouring your life out to others is, is self-care. That really is, like, it's... That's a it's, great perspective. It's really, it really is. I don't, I think sometimes we just get a little too introspective in our self-care, and we have to recognize, like... Uh, the, the what we we get by giving but when we when we're yeah. willing to just pour ourselves out and I know moms you're tired and I know it's hard and I know you just want a minute please yeah. and but my friend always says to new moms redecorate the bathroom because you're gonna spend a lot of time in there just closing out <laughs> the door but um but I just think like there there I do think you need to have time where you're communing with the Lord where you're connecting with your husband but I don't think that means you just have to have everything quiet and everything put away in your own time I think I can this guy the things he says this guy the things he does that fills me up that mm -hmm. will fill my cup and mm -hmm. I have to look for those things mm -hmm. more so That's on some awesome. days than others but yeah. I think being willing to give and being willing to give more and being willing to give more when you feel like you don't have more there is you don't run dry. The Lord is really kind and faithful, and He gives. He's near to us, and He uses our kids a lot in that too. Really awesome stuff. So I I think that you'll be really encouraging for a lot of people because it's really beautiful what you just said, and it is a lot of that. Um, I don't know. That made me very emotional. <laughs> um, because we, so, you know, as as a midwife, you know, we give and we give and we give, and it's, it's a lot. You and, do, um, and I think all of us we will are say, filled by Thank that. you, Renee, for being yeah. so willing to do but that. It's the, but but people say, you know, well, where's your self care? And it really does come. I get that, it, and it's hard to put that into words. It comes from when we're serving and we're called to serve, and we're doing it from a servant's heart. We're not doing it as martyrs. We're doing no, it because this is what we're really joy. called to do. Yeah there really is, it does fill our cup. Yeah. Yeah. And our culture doesn't acknowledge that. We're really into, um, I need a date night with my husband. And, and that's great if you can do it. If you have family members around that can spot your kids and you guys can go out, that's awesome. Yeah. But some of us don't get that. And there are other ways to fill the cup. And it is by serving, if that's what we're called to do. Yeah. Yeah. And, and you do it so well. You do a great job. You know, we're all doing the best we can, aren't we? <laughs> yes, we are. So this has been great. I really, really appreciate you. I think there are a lot of moms out there, a lot of people out there that need to hear this today. That 
it looks, sometimes it's a mess. Sometimes your house isn't clean. Schooling will get done. Everybody's alive. Yes, and they're... So that is a six. success. We made it. We made it. We made it to another day. Every time we go through the grocery store and yeah. get through the checkout, she goes, We made it! We did it! Here's the book. Do you want that one? Here you go. Come get that book. Okay. So thank you so much, Brown family, for sharing all this wonderful stuff. And, um... And we loved reading all the books today. So questions, of course, you know, let's have a conversation about this. Mom is out there that you're having a hard time. You're wondering how you're going to juggle it all. Um, share this with those moms if they're not on here. Share it with your friends. And know that this is, this is what it looks like. And this is really what it looks like. You don't, it doesn't look like the magazines and Pinterest. It just doesn't. So... I hope everybody has a great day, and thanks for joining us, and we'll see you next week. Bye.